May 10, 2021. It's a lot for Pedro show.
Coltrane doing Black Pearls. Nice. Some of his last prestige stuff, huh? Tim uh, Folger. Is it Folion? Folion. Like Y sound for the J, right? Yeah, yeah. It's like a Y for the J. Yeah, because in Spanish it's an H sound. In English it's a J sound, you know, or soft G. So just wanted, I didn't want to fuck it. It's probably uh, Scandinavian, huh? You know, I really don't know. A guy told me it was Prussian. Never been able to really find out. Okay. 
the guy, a, a Swiss friend of mine, the drummer in Half Jap, he goes, no, that's that's some that's some Basque stuff, man. It might be that, too. It might be all over. I know, uh, actually, they say Basque is connected to nothing. But, oh, really? But some of that Baltic, like Estonian, Finnish, yeah, it's yeah. connected to Hungary. You know, I think in the old days before borders and stuff, the, uh, part of your identity was your language. So that's why. Anyway, you know, I'm just curious. I didn't want to get, show disrespect by fucking up your name. No, that's all right. <laughs> That's all, all right. right. Anyway, we, we, from you, I played Low Down Day. Nice, happy okay. song. <laughs> well, actually, it's a very beautiful song. And, uh, you sure got a knack for the blues. Oh, well, thanks, man. Yeah, you do. But I've always, I always thought that. See, my first introduction to you is uh, the $2 do guitar and Steve Shelley. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But yeah. I want to go before that, uh, Tim. Let, let, let's uh, please bring your earliest musical recollection. Um, <laughs> um, I, I sent you uh, um, a spastic rhythm tarts thing that was never released, but a friend of mine, David Livingston, posted it, so I got an MP3 from him. But um, there was, you know, there were bands in high school and stuff, but uh, you know, mostly cover bands and stuff like that. And then, uh, well, what um, about what about before though? Like, oh in, man, in, like in before the, that? Yeah, it in, was the, like, in uh, the pad that you, know, you grew up. In the pad that you grew up, was there musical instruments? There were no musical instruments. There was a piano later. I don't know why my mother, my mother knew how to, my mother was a singer in, uh, in like high school and she was really good. And I only found this out like shortly before she died, but she had got a full ride scholarship to Juilliard. Wow. And, and decided not to take it because trouble with her parents or something like that. And um, so, but she was, she won a lot of state competitions. She was like a soprano and she had, um, <clears throat> she had perfect pitch and she would, um, you know, like I could tune my guitar to her and stuff. And uh, she, uh, she decided pretty early on that I was kind of tone deaf. And so there wasn't a whole lot of musical <laughs> encouragement. And uh, well, what about so school? Was, that's kind of a drag. Were, but, you, uh, were it, you in the marching band? Were you in the choir? at school no none of that and what none about what about the first record you bought yourself with your own money i think the first record i bought for myself was the archie's record and the first gig you went and saw the first gig i went and saw with with live like a rock band and i don't no, know just about, music music's music 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 before then i saw i mean the stuff i remember you know the stuff i remember of course of course is i i saw i remember seeing I'm sure I saw some kind of orchestra or something in my hometown. So it's probably uh, like, uh, your, par like thing. Your, your parents. But I, but probably, I saw, I your, par your parents probably brought you, right? <laughs> we yeah, gotta talk later. Yeah, something involved with school or something like that. And um, and then I I saw Woody Herman up at Interlock and play ah. once. And that was pretty cool. I thought so that was my, really, really what, cool. What, what did he wield? He wielded the licorice stick. Yes. And, uh, and but it's but by that point, you know, it's the 70s. So it was kind of a it was a sort of rock and ensemble. Well, thing I think he called on. it he called it the thundering herd. Right. Yes. The thundering herd. And it was <laughs> and I remember it was pretty, pretty impressive. And up there, the first like rock thing I saw was up there once when we were on vacation. We saw a road show of Jesus Christ Superstar and it was in like a gymnasium and we were sitting pretty close to the band. And I was just like, that was, that really caught me like that electric bass and that, that, uh, you know, like I could see them doing stuff. I was pretty close. I think and the was, singer on the record was actually oh, the deep purple guy. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, this guy was not that well, guy. Well, one of them, one of them, Ian, Ian Gillian. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, he's a good screamer. Yeah. Oh, he, he's a good singer, too. I mean, but yeah. yeah, he did. That sweet, sweet child of time or something. I mean, there's like a scream solo in the middle of that mother. Yeah, yeah. He, could so, really, he had a really nice so, scream. So, yeah. Tim, how'd you get on? If your mom thinks you ain't a music person, how did you get on the guitar? That's all you? Um, I just, I liked it. I took some lessons when I was little. My mom bought me a guitar from, I think this was pretty typical of classical musicians they're like well you're not much of a musician you have a guitar you know? <laughs> but, um, uh, uh, the uh there's there's, I, a, there's got, anti-drummer jokes that go like that too yeah yeah she she um she got me a guitar from the super x drugstore which wasn't a very good drug it was a good drugstore wasn't a very good guitar but um the uh <laughs> i got i got some uh uh lessons for a little bit from this very nice hippie lady that um, who was probably actually a hippie girl. Um, uh, and I was quite young and she tried to teach me to play like Puff the Magic Dragon and stuff like that. And um, I couldn't really do it because the, the strings were so high and I just couldn't handle it. But then later I got, I, I don't know, I just kept sort of dicking with it. And then, and then uh, I decided to get some lessons later on and I went and got some lessons and I got an electric guitar. Now these lessons uh, were different than the hippie lady lessons. Yeah. These lessons were like, I remember he showed me how to play. Oh shit. That that Kansas song. I remember we did that. Um, we uh, did, I don't know, but there was some different stuff going on. And then I, I had a few, I had a couple different teachers, one guy, that looked exactly like uh, like Ocean Boulevard era Eric Clapton, and he was he was into that kind of stuff, and that was kind of funny. But he turned me on to some good stuff like Blind Faith, and he would he would teach me to you know he was like you should know how to play this and that, and so that I started to sort of get a little bit competent then. So it was it was sort of like you bring him a record, and how do you play this song? Yeah, well, he was like he—he he was kind of cool because he—he bailed out of the shop that I found him at, and he kept a couple students. One guy was the other guy in my band, and uh, but he was like, "Look, man, it, it, I it's, once I show you how to learn songs off of records, there's nothing else I can show you. You know, like then you're on your own. You can do it yourself. You know." Okay, so maybe in a way he was trying to say. Maybe you should start writing your own tunes. Yeah, because your own <laughs> songs are a lot easier to learn. Yeah, maybe, <laughs> unless you dream big, dream big time. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I want to play uh, Wake Up. Thank you. 
You held a book in your right hand, a book of love that had no end. I wanna crack that book again. I said, Wake up, motherfucker.
said. But we all knew the truth. Snake oil is the only way to get a well-oiled snake. Maybe rebrand is snake juice.
I'm gonna play with my robots all through the play. Ain't no work in Ambrose or in Schiffler tonight. Picking up the pieces of the industrial trial. Got no work in Trenton, a West Virginia for a while. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Walking out of bottom. Sunny June, you are still living on the line. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Play through my rooms. I'm through the night. Ain't no work in Ambrose. Orange chip learning. Picking up the pieces of the industrial trial. Got no work in Trenton or in for a while.
electricity, no work. You go to Ambrose, no work. You go to Schiffer, you go there tonight and see if anybody's work. Pull it up with pieces, oh, we just will try. We got no work in Trenton or West Virginia for a while. Another line of products we're all trying to push now. We'll leave it to those big guys. <laughs> I know what I want to do. I want to play with my robot. Working on this song. I want to send it to you.
show. <laughs> we started that chunk of music off with Tim Foyan doing Wake Up. Oh, Wake Up! It's got an exclamation point. Oh, yeah. Some, yeah right. you know, I put the exclamation point on some of them and some of them not. I don't know what's going on there. But yeah, yeah but that's at the exclamation I, I caught this one, so wake up! <laughs> All right. And then the pours after that from Italy, and I played, uh, they asked me to do some bass. This is uh, La Llena de El Santo. And Santo, uh, famous Mexican wrestler, right, with the mask and the yeah. luchador, lucha libre. Uh, and some more bass from Watt on this SLWCC Watt project out of Iowa City with uh, Sam Lock Ward, great cat, Snake Juice, and his buddy Bob, Bob, Bob Bucko after that with door locks from the outside out of Dubuque, Iowa. Slomatics out of Northern Ireland, running battle. Bombus Prendon, D.C. area, industrial trial. And finally, Tim Foyan with Ghost Ripper. Which is a trippy title. Rippers <laughs> and Pedro was slang for bong hits. <laughs> so, but, you know, Jack the Ripper, obviously, he wasn't doing bong hits. Maybe he was. Anyway, back to your story. Now, you said something about my band member was taking lessons from the same teacher. So you, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming, which is dangerous, I know, but you were in junior high or high school when you made a band? Had a band in in high school, yeah, yeah, and I had a van too. I had a van and a band. That's so all you need. You're could, done. We, yeah, <laughs> you I was getting it together. <laughs> so, what was his band called? Oh, jeez, I think it was called. The, okay, this is pretty sad. It's, it was called the. It, it was called the group. <laughs> That's all right. Remember the England, the pop group? That's almost there. Yeah. Love the pop group. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I thought that name was so insane. And when I asked the yeah. singer about it, he goes, well, that's what we wanted to be. <laughs> I said, that makes sense. <laughs> very, very literal. Okay, so the group and, and, and that guy who was taking lessons, with, there was two guitar guys? So there were two guitars in the band. I think there was, I don't think there was a bass. Man, it's hard to remember. Uh, drummer, we had a keyboard for a while that would do bass parts. I think I don't know how it worked. What, well, do, I would do love you to remember, hear that band. Do you remember the first uh, group gig? Gig of the group? I remember a, a gig. I I know we played more gigs. <laughs> I remember a gig that it was a long time ago, man. Yeah, I know, was, I know, um, I know, I know. Remember, it's um, a lot for Pedro show. There are no hard questions and there are no wrong answers. <laughs> But I remember one one uh, one gig I played where I had a broken leg, oh, and shit. I, and uh, it was at like a, a pool, kind of like a pool hall downtown in Midland, and um, it was a very weird thing. It was like, uh, and we were you know young, but they were letting us play there, and they because they served beer and stuff. And I remember this. This is totally off topic, but. Um, this guy talked to me at the show, and this was when I okay. So here's some disclosure. So in in the whatever in the tenth grade or whatever this was, you know, I had like a I, I had like a full perm kind of situation going on, and um, but this guy this guy called this guy talked to me, and he was kind of telling me that he that he worked for Satan and that he'd been at the recording of. Um, 
goat's head soup and that he uh was he was trying to say like you know you, you uh, we you know we could i can do a deal with you but i was like i i walked out of there and of course this is you know a lot of weed and stuff but but i was like wow was, was that guy was that the devil did i meet the devil you know that kind of thing didn't take the deal though so you tell me your haircut was like a sphere little bob ross it, no, it was uh, it was no, it was more like uh, trying to be uh, um, it was it was trying it was going for the the you know it was going for the Led Zeppelin look thing. What like Jimmy and and Noel Redden and Mitch Mitchell and like the Sphere, right? No, no, it was no, it was it was not a fro. It was just a perm. It was like a curly. Uh, Okay, okay. We're, yeah. get, we're getting veering <laughs> off of the musical stuff, but yes, to me, like those kind of hair, those kind of hairdos have lots of curls. Eric Clapton even had one for a while. Everybody did, right? Oh, yeah. George Hurley in high school, yeah. his was the size of a beach ball. <laughs> right, Will Chamberlain, uh, Lou yeah, Alcindor, yeah. Uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, uh, Doctor J, Julius Irvin. You said Midland. Where was this? Midland. Middle of Michigan, yeah. Right. So, okay. So that's the connect with Steve Shelley. Yep. Because that's he was in the Crucifix there. He was in the Crucifix in East Lansing, um, but we both went to school. I didn't know him in school, but we both went to school in, in Midland. Yeah. And East Lansing Which is in was the, middle. the closest place. East Lansing was about, I guess, two hours away, and that was the closest. place place you could go to see a punk rock show so yeah, that's i, I know we make that drive the spartans uh yeah magic johnson uh, yeah. Uh, michigan state yeah yeah okay okay but midland i know because you know michiganers will show you their hand to show you yep and steve shelley pointed <laughs> right in the middle of his fucking palm yep and that's how he ended up playing drums for ron ashton for that velvet yeah. gold mine thing yeah. and, and probably led to the stooges reunion everything's connected to him Yes. So I okay, know. now 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 I understand a little bit. So was that first gig a success? The first gig I think was a success as far as I mean it did what I think we set out to do and I was happy about it. I was happy about doing it. You know? Felt good. Now why didn't you join the Crucifix? <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I was, I was happy to be watching the crucifix and I actually had a pretty front row seat for all the <laughs> interband problems. So yeah, right. like, I heard that there was, was one of those bands you had to fight with your band. Yeah. I heard there the was audience, a lot of you know. drama in that band. What was that? I heard there was a lot of drama in that band. Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's one I, reason why you get in a band because you might have like a deficiency in drama. Yeah, <laughs> you can get your fucking quota. <laughs> yeah, you can get your quota. Yeah. yeah. So what what happens to the group? The group, uh, I I think it was a. It's the funny thing is, is that guy, that other guitar player, he ended up in Steve's first real band, which was the No Zones, which was a three piece with Scott Fagerson, who was later in uh, Crucifix. So. So that was the connection, but but my band dissolved. I got I got more into uh, just partying and stuff, and I was kind of sick of the the. I think we just fell apart. I don't think there was much uh, 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 reason for it. It just sort of hit the end of its 
term and I was sort of starting to get interested in different things and and that was pretty much a straight up cover band so okay you guys weren't writing your own tunes but you still want to pursue guitar and uh yeah what about composing you start getting into that um not right away I sort of um well I was I was I was writing okay yeah so I was writing like these little kind of what they seem to me now like is little kind of weird gothy surf riffs in a way but um there's and some of those are still in my head you know like those i remember i can't remember anything else from them but i remember some of those and uh, um so i just sort of moved away from those people and uh started living a different kind of life really and then um and then uh uh you know, met up with with Steve again later at a party, and he was in town, I was in town, and we were trying to, I think, play a Talking Heads record at a party that was mostly into, like, you know, Pink Floyd and stuff or something like that. I think that's how it happened. So there was some party drama. Yeah, more more <laughs> drama. Always a lot of, you know, like Midland was one of these towns where it was just, there was always, you couldn't go to a party or a kegger or something without there being some kind of usual fight or something, you know, <laughs> that kind of thing. It was just, it was just, it was typical for, it's just normal. It wasn't, you know, but you just, there was always something. See that word normal. That's, that's yeah. why I'm scared of that <laughs> fucking word. I am scared of that word. I hate it. But uh, what about the next band you get into, Tim? The next real band I got in was the Spastic Rhythm Tarts. And that was um, down in Kalamazoo. And, uh, um, it was a noise outfit um, that was myself, Mike Love and Sherry Fight, who were a couple at the time. And they, they that was their real names. And um, uh, it was I played guitar and Mike played bass and, and Sherry sang. And uh, but there were other, you know, sometimes I was shaking uh, gravel in a big metal tube or something like that you know and uh it was pretty noisy and we we could like clear a basement really quickly like we, people did not want to have what we were putting down you know they were not interested was it kind of experimental? for the most part was it kind of experimental yeah yeah and i was writing for that i wrote some lyrics for that Oh, that, and uh, but that's that's interesting you know because people want to pander right they want to be liked they don't want to like put out stuff that's abrasive well this is where you know i've i've i i uh found the punk rock and i've and we were into a certain thing like slits pop group blah 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 blah, blah. and uh, a lot of english stuff really and um and we were it was uh mike was a fairly he was a uh, um you know he sort of stood his ground in a lot of ways. So he was, he, and he definitely like, he, had, I remember the first time I met him, he had like clothes that were stenciled with like nine, nine, nine and stuff. You know, he was like, <laughs> living, which is you what know. you call emergency in England. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> so and to I have that, wearing that good. here is kind of like, yeah, kind of like saying cheers. I know people who say cheers to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, so, we're, at, we're um, at the end of the first hour. May 10, yeah. 2021 yeah. edition of Wap Pedro Show. Special guest, Tim Foyan. Hold tight for hour two. May 10, 2021. It's the second hour of the Wap Pedro Show.
Money in my pocket Ain't got no money in my pocket, baby And these rags just hang out my bone Ain't got no money in my pocket, baby Cause I got them broke hands I got them broke hands blue She gonna left me Said boy you ain't gotta die 
Yeah, my woman, she going to left me. Said, boy, you ain't got a dime to fix that roof because you got them broke-ass blues. I got them broke-ass blues. I'm talking about them broke-ass blues. So I shuffle around these streets Oh, I shuffle around these streets Just looking for a dry place to call my home That rain is coming down so hard I'm getting so right to the bone Cause I got them broke-ass blues I got them broke-ass blues
Watch for Pedro Show. We start off the second hour. Tim Foyan doing Remember Me. Then Ben Salter out of Tasmania with Happy Birthday. Whatever the fuck that means. Dex Rom Weber duo. Yeah, great, great guitar man. A flat duo Jets was his band in the old days. Long battle coming. Had a drummer man called Crow. One of those bands without a bass, you can relate. Yeah. Up, yeah, I can't. Up another mountain. <laughs> okay, more room in the boat. Okay. Fuck that. That poor lonely kick drum. Live for video stream. Dan Jones and the Squid. No, no, that's going to be the next music. It's Tommy Dahill out of Alaska with Aonaran. Yeah, destroying Gaelic language. I'm very sorry. Tim Holas after that with Broke Ass Blues. Tim Foyan finally with once. Okay, back to the story. So you're uh, teamed up with, you're in Southern Michigan. Why? Because of the school there? I uh, moved down there and followed a girl down okay. there. Because I they know didn't there's not. really a... want anything to do with me anymore, but it got me down there. Yeah, so I remember because I played, you know, touring that, was it I-94, I-84? I, yeah. <laughs> yeah, going across, right, and all those, there's all those towns, Battle Creek, Kalamazoo, yeah. all that, yeah. And I know Gibsons were made there, and there's also yep. a university, Southern Michigan made. But, uh, okay, so how long does this band, the, the spe- you know what, you gave me some of this music. But I ain't going to play it until the third hour because I didn't know the chronology. But the spasm rhythm tarts we're going to play next hour. How long does this band last? It lasts um, a few years. It lasts, you know, after I moved away, it kept going. It changed its name to Strange Fruit. Um, but it, you know, like I got, I got Steve down from from East Lansing to play in that band, and so it changed a little bit, and then we you know, actually did a 45 seven inch and, uh, um, which was a pretty big deal. And then after I left the band, I was still on the record a little bit, but they did a 12 inch, a strange fruit called sin eaters picnic. Um, that was pretty spaced out and, uh, pretty cool, pretty weird stuff by and large. It's pretty, I, I still like it. <laughs> and, uh, um, but it, it went a while, um, into the eighties. Like I think it, that, project in some way or another lasted till maybe 85 maybe well it did but you did i did not no i moved to chicago and then what and, are you doing uh, in chicago um chicago was a, a different girl um well what about and, music wise uh, <laughs> and, and i moved down there and then i um wasn't really in bands in chicago i just did some home recording and we did a lot of painting down there. Now, would you, would you have a four track? Yeah. Okay. You still got the tapes of that stuff that you did? That was all man alone, right? Yeah. And uh, I still got some some of that stuff that I've got a um, that I've got a kind of unearthed because I've got stuff from there, and then I moved to Albuquerque, and I've got stuff from there, and then I moved to New Orleans, and I've got stuff from there. <laughs> <laughs> so so there's like different and as some of that stuff came out on this cassette label called old gold in in, in atlanta that was um they weren't totally a cassette label but they were at first and uh so i put out the 
the Witch Hazelwood thing, which was which was a bunch of like Lee Hazelwood covers, and that I recorded in New Orleans. So some of that stuff saw the light of day eventually. But Albuquerque, Chicago, New Orleans—you don't get any in any bands. It's all just no, well. No, no, that's all right. That's the way yeah. your musical life yeah. went. Because you still were doing, you were still doing people, music, but, right? You were yeah, doing it yeah. on your own. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Sometimes, you know, you got to do that. Uh, and when in Albuquerque, we we had, uh, I think I was getting. We got Sonic Youth there, and then once we got Firehose there at the okay. university. So you, well, I remember playing, uh, well, not Albuquerque, but Tempe. Yeah. Tempe is Albuquerque Sun, Sun Devils. University. It's yeah. a state a state school. The, the, the university in Arizona is in uh, Tucson. Huh. <laughs> Tucson. <laughs> People Tucson. don't realize like that that's, that's the real old town. Phoenix was kind of created, you know, for Toledo yeah, yeah. suburb. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want to yeah. play here, Tim. Uh, so you were helping put on gigs, too. Okay, okay. A little bit, yeah. Okay, yeah. I, yeah. I want to play the band you did with another band you did with Steve Shelley, $2 Guitar. And this is the my introduction to you. I'm going to play Bozo Shoes. Has run away with me, and it's gonna be a drag today. Woke up in the park yesterday, took the dark ride all the way. Big come to play with me and it's gonna be a drag today
Lot for Pedro Show. That chunk of music started off with $2 guitar doing bozo shoes. And this was Tim and Steve Shelley. And it's my first introduction to you. Now, you knew Steve because, yeah, you're Midland guys and you did music together. But how does the $2 guitar thing come about? Well, I, I was living in New Orleans and things were getting pretty dark. And I'd see Steve when he was on tour, he'd come visit. And, um, oh, that's he, right. Uh, he's the new guy, right? 25 yeah. years. He was the new guy. In yeah. 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 And, uh, yeah, he, he was, yeah. Oh God. And, um, then, uh, he, uh, he said, you know, you could move up to Hoboken. I, I, apartments are cheap and stuff. And he actually found an apartment. And so I moved to some place instead of moving away from places for the first time. And, um, and, uh, got there and he originally it was i you know i'd been working i was still recording these things and he had started smells like records and he and i played him one thing and he's like that's weird enough i'll put that out so we put out a 45 and then we started uh recording working on songs and stuff like that and then well that first 45 that, he's actually not playing on he just puts it's your own music just you you know, he. it's a really good question. I'll have to listen to it and tell you. I think it's just guitar and vocals, though. Okay. Um, uh, I haven't listened to that in a long time. But, but it's it's called Tim Flohan. It's 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 not a Flohan. No, it's $2 guitar. It's oh, it is two guitar. guitar. Yeah, so the first yeah. – okay, okay. So the band actually starts without him. Maybe. I can't – I cannot <laughs> – I cannot confirm or deny. And, um, and where does the name the, come uh, from? Was the guitar the name is $2? From, uh, I'll tell you where the name is from. So um, uh, this, um, oh, I'm going to be able to remember everybody's name. Fred Brockman, there was a guitar. All right, I'm not going to be able to remember all the players right now. Jim, Jim Vincent set up a very cheap, like, global guitar, like a red guitar for, for I think, Fred Brockman for his birthday. So it was really cheap guitar, but he set it up really nice. And, and it was, and there was, uh, and they left it in a car and, uh, the, the guitar had cost $2 and somebody smashed the window, which of course cost a bazillion dollars to repair <laughs> and to get the guitar and stole the guitar. It was down on like Houston or something like that. And that's where the $2 guitar story came from. Okay. Okay. And uh, so he might, Steve Shelley might be on the, but at least he made he made it happen. Okay, totally. But yeah. then you guys start doing gigs and shit, right? We started doing gigs. It was all real convoluted because we uh, would do, uh, you know, we do. I remember we did one opening for Blonde Redhead, and uh, it was just weird, spotty things around that were. I think some of them were just Steve and me uh, for for a minute, and then. Then Dave Motamid got in uh, the band. He had been in Cell, and um, uh, and right at the same time, I was I was doing tours with Half Japanese, and and uh, like everything went like heated up right then when I moved back here. Because once I how that happened, that was through Steve. Because he goes, you know, you want to come along? I'm playing with Jad at Philadelphia, and uh, you know, you might as well bring your guitar. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then, 
And Jad said to me, he said, I don't care what song you're playing, just so it's a song. So we did a whole set of non, like of his hits, but me just playing whatever. And he seemed to like that. And so he asked me to go on tour and, um, and did that for a couple of years. And then there was the, the boredoms thing where I got a, you know, like new garden called me and said, can you drive for the boredom? So I'm like, okay. And I wasn't a great driver and, uh, pretty good at getting lost. And, um, the, uh, and I was like, okay. And then, and then, um, yeah, Moto doesn't, doesn't show up cause he loses his, his passport. And so then like three days before the gigs, they're like, can you play guitar? And so then I'm tr- learning that stuff and did that. That was kind of crazy. Seiji Yamamoto. Yeah. He's, <laughs> he's an incredible cat. He is. He yeah. is. And also I and Yoshimi and all, yeah, great, great Osaka band. Great cats. Yeah. Uh, but man, having to dance on your feet. I mean, having to like adapt to the sitch, right? Yeah. And it really wasn't, you know, and it wasn't, I, I you know, I, I didn't know what the hell I was doing. And it's, you know, and I still didn't know a lot about stuff in general. Like I, like I was a big fan of the boredoms, but I, I imagined that they were, I had not seen them. And so I kind of imagined that that was really, really, really inspired, um, improv of some sort. <laughs> and of course it's nothing like that at all. There's all kinds so, of form, right? Yeah. 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 So, Pay no attention to that man behind the curtain. Look, Tim, we're at the end of the second hour, May 10, 2021 edition. What Pedro's your special guest, Tim Folian. Hold tight for hour three. May 10, 2021. It's the third hour of the What from Pedro show.
living I just made Fade your mind into
Pedro Show. Start off the third hour. Cat power. Nude is the news. Cheer accident. Is Chicago Cats. Humboldt Park, actually. I think West Side. According to the spiral, then Kalinich and Tivin out of Nashville. Fingers to the sky. Sigoti. Three of those are Tuscans. And one is Tollum. Troop a troop out of Poland with unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, that uh, Sigoti song. Drowning the Baffle Gab. Silver with Daddy. Rex with We All Need a Friend. And finally, Spastic Rhythm Tarts. There they are. Kalamazoo. <laughs> Except by Death, something live. This was a gig of you guys. No, it was, it was, it's just a, I don't know where that recording was, but it was, it could be called a studio recording. Oh, okay. Because it sounded like people were like, Maybe there was an audience in the studio. It was, it was, I think it might've been in, uh, it, it was, I think it was recorded. People might disagree with me, but I think it was recorded at the clubhouse by Dave Rice in, uh, in uh, Detroit down there on, on, on Cass Court or there. They had, a, it was the, uh, the L7 uh, rehearsal space and, and yeah, just uh, negative a- approach. We just had Otto on, and yeah, his movie, Otto Bouge, and John Ransom, his big, uh, no, John, uh, God, what was his name? Yeah, maybe that was his name. The, he was in Laughing Hyenas, too, with Larissa. Larissa yeah. was L7. Yeah. Uh, my memory, too, Tim, believe me. Yeah. So so yeah. you helped Cat Power. That's why you gave me this song. And we we were in, we were and in, Steve, Steve and I were, yeah, two we're good in Cat guitar, Power for, for uh, the first their, her first Matador record and some stuff before that. Two Dollar yeah. Guitar becomes a backup band for Sean and Cat. Yeah, Power. yeah, we were we were we were doing a lot of that. Steve and I were doing a lot of that stuff in that area in the in the '90s. You know when there was that craze of bands that didn't want a bass player. <laughs> you know, they just wanted guitars. I know it's terrible, but they um, but you know, so I would I would play these guitar parts that were you know i had like one of those old um 410 uh, fender basements you know like a silver face and so i oh jeez hold on god yeah they would uh um slater kinney and all this i mean the original cat was dexter and his flat yeah rhythm jet. yeah 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 duo yeah, yeah. jets that's Crow. one thing the the yeah the but anyway, so I and he was kind of harkening from a blues tradition. Yeah, and so we we would, you know, we try to make a make a balance there. But we did that for a number of people. So yeah, backed up a few people. But we toured with Sean quite a bit. Did some uh, Europe and did some did some shows with her. You know, that was fun. You know, uh, I forgot to. Uh, Say last uh, chunk was Thurston, and you were oh, part yeah. of his first solo record with Steve Shelley. Yeah. So in a way, two dollar guitar becomes a backing band for Thurston Moore's Psychic Hearts. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it was it was great, and that was a um, it was funny. That band was just a just a whole lot of fun. Like that was that band was really fun to play with, and. Uh, it was, I don't know. It was just, it had many, many weird, weird experiences with that band that were really great live experiences. One thing you didn't have, though? 
What's that? The one thing you didn't have? <laughs> bass player. Bass player. But, you know, Thurston <laughs> played bass on that record. He, he overdosed. I know. The, on, I, I heard some. I heard some. It's really tiny. <laughs> he cheated. It's really tiny, but th there's some in there. I know. <laughs> I don't know if every tune had it, but I, I hear it sometimes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and, and, you know, you played really great guitar to his stuff. You're very complimentary. That was really good. Well, it's me. funny because for 80% of that stuff, the gig was doubling him. Right. But I just did it sleazier, you know, and because uh, he plays real straight and I was just playing like, you know, but it was, it was funny. I and mean, that's a great, like, really kind of for a lot of that was pretty tight parameters, but I really enjoyed it. It was really and you could play a groove as long as you wanted to, you know. Whereas about, the, uh, tell me about whereas, Christina Rosenvinge. Rosenvinge? Um, yeah. She, you know, she did a record with Lee from uh, from Sonic Youth. And then somehow I met her because I was hanging out down there on Murray Street with those people. And then, um, I don't know hit it off started working with her and she ended up being on some of my records she's on the new record i was on a few of her records um well you gave me a tune i want to play as a stranger talk yeah
Pedro Show, last music for this edition, Christina Rosenvinga, with As a Stranger Talks. Of course, this has got Tim Foyan on it, and they play on each other's records. What, what better gift can a musician give another musician except yeah. part of their music? Yeah. And she, I mean, she's a real pro. You know, like she, she um, yeah. You know, she well, maybe not. Maybe that's the deal. I don't know. But but like she was coming into town and I had this record that had been sort of done, but it needed, you know, and I'd, I'd been trying to figure out how to do this. And I just asked her, I said, can you come over and just sing on this thing? And we did it in my crappy studio at my house. And she just like sussed it out on the spot, stacked some harmonies, wrote some parts, you know, and she just was so up for it with her. You know, she had like 
three days here or something. And she spent like in, you know, a good portion of the time doing that. And, um, it was such a pleasure. And she was, you know, she's just ready. You know, a lot of people, they're just ready to go. You know, they're like, you want to do it? Sure. You know what I mean? That's, that's a great thing. That's yeah, a really great thing. Yeah. But for every one of those, there's a hundred sitting on their hands asking you to <laughs> feel sorry for them. They want to get it right. Yeah. Cause you people. want to make it they happen. Wanna, yeah. They want right. to wait till it's just right. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> get me a shovel. Uh, after that, we had Manuel Armida with a big old fucking piece here. This has got several parts to it. Someone does, skirts all gone, the crack and swings, hands up. Those lonely hours could turn into gold. Records and shows. Manuel Armida. He's living up in Yellowknife. Uh, that's not even the province, right? That's Northwest Territory. Up yeah, it's up there. North Canada. Okay, Morgan dealt after that sad, sad trip. The Guillotin Monks. With part two or three of the B-side of their tantric choir chants. Why Stockla? I think these are Croatian cats. Something live called Farewell. And finally, Mosquito Blues Implosion, part two. Now, this nothing to do with John Spencer. No, but it probably Although did. he don't um, use a bass player either. <laughs> they don't. <laughs> Boss Hug does, though. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this whole thing. Mm -hmm. I'm glad that fucking fad went out of fashion. Yeah. I just always are thinking of that poor lonely kick drum. Yeah, yeah. Poor, well, so, so little, you, uh, some of that stuff doesn't. Uh, yeah, it's, it was. I don't know. I don't know what that was all about. More room in I the think boat. I think nobody wanted to haul the SVT. Yeah, That's yeah. what it was all well, about. We got like. class D amps now, right? And then yeah. we got neomidium speakers, neodymium. So yeah. everything's getting littler and lighter. What's your next plans, music wise, Tim? Um, you know, I've got a I've got a weird record of odds and sides that I've been that are just experiments that I that turned into things that I'm going to put out a little later, but. I don't know. You know, I, it seems like a wide open uh, thing. Going to be able to start hanging at my little spot here, this gallery that I like to hang at that has music. And, um, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. Open after possibilities. That. Where can people find you on the Internet? I got a, a timfolian.com. Okay, um, people. T-I-M-F-O-L-J-A-H-N.com. Check it out. Yep. This man has got an incredible yeah. legacy and lots yeah. of chapters in his musical book, novel, work to be, and, and it's full of possibilities. I got to thank you so much. When you get it, the next thing out, please come on the show. Let's play it and talk about it. Oh, I'd love to. Okay. I'd love that. Beautiful, brother. Thank you, man. Thanks yeah. for having me. Right back. People, it's been May 10, 2021, Dishwap Pedro Show. Keep your powder dry. <laughs>